Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. Do you have to apologize to someone? Or does someone have to apologize to you? I just remember being diagnosed with cancer and just thinking, I have to clean the slate. Like, I don't want all these little things hanging over me. So if I owe someone an apology, I've made a mistake. I just want to clear the air. If somebody is trying to apologize to me, I just want to get that over with. I don't want to think about any of this stuff while I'm focused on getting completely well and beating cancer. So I was in a store yesterday and I actually saw the funniest thing. It's called Second Chance Erasers. (laughs) (laughs) just holding them in my hand, they make me laugh. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is so appropriate for a cancer do-over conversation. So I'm just going to read them to you. One eraser says, start over. The other one says, no one's perfect. (laughs) The next one says, second chance. And then another one says, oops, I did it again. And then there's a computer one, Control-Alt-Delete, which if you use computers, you know, that's like get rid of it, clear it out. And then the last one is here today, gone tomorrow. So I love props and I love visual cues and I love things that make me laugh, especially if it's tied to something awkward, like apologizing or getting an apology, which sometimes can like make your skin crawl. But actually, there's this interesting thing in the Jewish religion where if somebody tries to apologize and you don't accept it after the third time, then that absolves them of having to apologize. And same thing, like if you go to apologize and somebody doesn't accept your apology by the third time, then you're done. You've tried. I love talking about this because I really think that we need all of our energy for healing. And so if we can just get the slate clean, then we can really move forward. And there are so many odd things that can happen at work and family relationships with neighbors, with you know people that are in our community. The best thing is if you can just focus on your treatment and not have to worry about any of this noise. If you've made a mistake and you haven't acknowledged it, how to go back to those people at work or in your community, in your family, and really face those mistakes and get a second chance. We can get do-overs so many times in life and we don't always take them. So, I started to look at what are the best ways, if you've made a mistake, to get 
a do-over or to at least focus on it and try to repair the damage. And there was one site called Shine that actually came up with the four R's. And you know that if (laughs) you've listened to the prior episodes, I love things where people put acronyms or they come up with initials. So I'm going to do this very simplistic way first, which are the four R's, and then I'll get a little more into the more scientific approach, the research approach, but just looking at the four R's, if you just like to do things really simply. So the site that I found called Shine, the four R's are recognize, record, repairs, resolve. I'm going to repeat that just in case you're taking notes in your phone or you want to write it down. Recognize, record, repairs, resolve. So recognize, okay, sometimes we make a mistake and we don't recognize it. And then we recognize it later or somebody points it out to us. So just really recognize what went awry. And then their next strategy was record it, actually write it down. They felt that by writing it down, you can see it more clearly, like from a 360 perspective, and then even show it to somebody else who you respect and let them help you get perspective on it. The next thing is try to repair it. You actively want to do damage repair. Even if it's late in the game, even if this happened a while ago, you can always go back and try to do the repair. Lastly, resolve. That's take a deep breath and really start to focus on letting go the guilt and the pain uh, or the shame, the embarrassment of making that mistake. Now, I said this was really simplistic, but it's kind of easy to remember on the spot the four R's after making a mistake, recognize, record, repair, and resolve. I think it's worth a try. I did find some other interesting things that I wanted to share, and this was from a website called Foundations. They went a bit deeper, and I just want to share that with you. So I thought this was really interesting to be really honest about the cause of the mistake. Okay, so we all make mistakes. We're human, they discuss. But are these mistakes a result of a bad decision? Is this selfish behavior? Honestly assess why the error was made. And they even go into, is this a result of drugs or alcohol? Was that where the bad choice came from? Sometimes you need to burrow down and really look at the root cause of our behavior. Is this a pattern? Are you making this mistake a lot? Do you need to seek out a therapist? Is this something where you really need professional guidance on this? Do you need strategies, like real strategies on not how to keep making these mistakes or 
a particular mistake? Is the mistake a wake-up call for something much bigger? Is this trying to alert us that we need to make some big changes in our lives? And I just thought that was really, really thoughtful. And then it gives you time to really self-examine way beyond just recognize. Like it takes the recognized piece of that R and really has you dig deeper and deeper and deeper. I loved that explanation. I was happy that I that I found it. Now, on the Harvard website, the Harvard Business Review, they actually had a whole bunch of books that they listed that might be really helpful if you're making mistakes at work, particularly if you're making them repeatedly. But there was one book that I thought was pretty interesting by an author named Jeff Tan. And the book was called, So You Drop the Ball, How to Get Your Credibility Back. I want to read that actually, because I think it's really interesting. Did you actually make a mistake at work or make a mistake among friends where you feel that you lost your credibility with them or credibility within your family? So there was actually some cool research that came out that said students who are allowed to make mistakes and then get corrected, and of course, it's how are they corrected. It You know, it can't be humiliating and life-threatening, <laughs> but students who actually make mistakes and then have the opportunity to fix their mistakes actually remember that correction and they retain the correct answer longer. So that's really interesting that being perfect and getting everything right isn't exactly the best way long-term to retain something. This research out of Columbia University was just showing mistakes aren't all bad. The other thing I found interesting was an article that I read about scientists who made scientific errors in their published papers. And what it said was that, of course, nobody loves making mistakes. And the scientists who wrote retractions on faulty research actually gained the trust and respect of fellow scientists because they were willing to put the science ahead of their ego. And of course, nobody wants to retract a scientific paper, but it's better than leading people down a false path and them investing all this time in research on your faulty premise or on your faulty findings. So I thought that was a really interesting article. And then I saw that Masterclass, which is this online encyclopedia of courses on everything. I mean, there are so many things about writing, acting, decision-making. You can really find a course on anything. It's like an online university where people who are very successful in their field come back and do a master class that they record, and you can watch them at your own speed, the courses that interest you. And it's just an variation on going to a university, but this is digital. So I saw that they actually had 
a master class on mistakes. I couldn't believe it. And the class is called How to Learn from Mistakes. <laughs> I was so excited because that's what I wanted this episode to be. And I was like, hey, that's so cool that Masterclass actually had this as a topic. But two of the things that I really liked about their course outline were that they immediately say that once you've recognized this mistake, turn it into a lesson. That is pretty cool. So not only apologize and try to forgive yourself and move past it, but actually take that mistake and turn it into a lesson for yourself and then actually consciously track your progress in this lesson. And so there are just so many ways to approach recovery from a mistake. But as I said, in my cancer journey, I just wanted to have as clear energy as I could and not be carrying any extra baggage emotionally, psychologically, physically with me while I was consciously trying to beat stage four cancer. Sometimes I believe cancer can be caused by unresolved shock, unresolved feelings, unresolved emotions, unbridled stress. And could those have been caused by a mistake? Could it be caused by something that you needed to deal with that you didn't deal with? And sometimes you hear in families that these things go on for decades or generations. So I think that's why my little simple erasers really struck a chord with me because they just remind me that nobody's perfect. You can start over. There are second chances. And if, oops, you did it again, really examine that because life is really short and we want the best advantage that we can have. And that's living as free and as unburdened as possible. So if there are these mistakes hanging out there, these burdens, let's just face them so that we have all our capacity for healing. That's what we need to do when we're diagnosed with cancer or we're going through our survivorship. We need to have all of our resources of mind, body, and spirit available to heal. There are so many funny jokes about making mistakes. And so I just want to leave us with a little bit of humor. And one was, I asked my wife to embrace her mistakes. She gave me a big hug. <laughs> a little marriage humor there. <laughs> I love this one. I never make the same mistake twice. I make it like five or six times, you know, just to be sure. <laughs> I could really give you these mistake jokes all day because there are so many of them. That just shows us how 
common it is. <laughs> to make a mistake is human. To blame it on someone else, that's more human. <laughs> I hope you have a blessed day with less mistakes, and I will see you tomorrow. If you loved today's episode, then tell the world. Why? Because Beating Cancer Daily and our membership circle are both a listener and donor-supported experience. So the more people you tell and the more people that join us, the more robust and interesting programs our nonprofit, the Comedy Cures Foundation, can bring to you throughout the year. I really want you to go to comedycures.org. And of course, I always want you to make a donation. It's tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. But what's super exciting is not only can you laugh and explore the comedy there, you can look at our membership levels and find the one that's great for you. And if you're feeling a little bit generous, gift one to a chemo brother or sister or to a caregiver that you just want to help them improve the quality of their day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.